listening to Glad Tidings. Today, we have Reverend Gwen Chu sharing the word. We hope you are inspired by this message. Most blessed Christmas to each one of you. And so glad to have you today. You're all dressed up specially, more colorful than normal. Yeah, we are so glad. We are so thank the Lord for all the decorations that were done. I know I think you have, you have go to the other language churches, you have seen all the celebrations and the declaration for one purpose. It is because we are here to celebrate one person. We are celebrate the Son of God. We are celebrating Jesus. Can we say an amen to that? Amen. We are so welcome. Again, those who are here for the very first time, we are so glad that you are with us and we are believing that uh, you will leave this place transformed, you will leave this place changed, you will leave this place not just informed, but transformed by the Lord, by the worship, by the singing, by the testimony that has been going on until now. This... uh, Christmas, we we are calling it a Christmas miracle because there are so many things that are miraculous about the Christmas event. Let us uh, just begin to look in the scripture. We are going to the gospel of Luke chapter 2 verse 8 to verse 14. Can I ask you all to just stand to the reading of the word? On this special day, let's just begin to stand for the Lord Jesus Christ. So if we can, we can read the word together. And in the same region, there were shepherds out in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And an angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were filled with great fear. And the angel said to them, Fear not, For behold, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Saviour who is Christ the Lord. And this will be a sign for you. You will find a baby wrapped in swaddling cloth and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of heavenly hosts praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace among those whom He is pleased. Father, we thank You for the reading, the hearing, and the obeying of the Word of God. Bless, Lord, every hearer and doer of the Word. We give You thanks. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you, and please be seated. Two thousand years ago, all of heaven, we're talking about angels, were focused on just one planet, on planet Earth. Focus directed very specifically to one small town in the Middle East, to one nation they call Israel, and to and targeted to a small place called a small town called Bethlehem. This is where the prophets have prophesied that the son, the king, the Messiah will come to, from Bethlehem. And so can you just imagine the scene in heaven? The angels, when they proclaim the good news to the shepherds of all the people, God decided to announce 
the coming of the Saviour, the Messiah, the long-awaited Messiah. For thousands of years, they have been preparing for it. All the feasts, all the ceremonial laws, all the temple practices, the, the, the Jewish Sabbath, the priests, the kings, and all these were preparing for this one day where the Messiah, the Christ, will come. So, even when the angels came upon the shepherds who were outside just of the town of Bethlehem and they were just minding their own business, they never thought that they will be the first audience, the first people to hear about the greatest event in the history of the world. God coming Himself to be, take on another uh, 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 attribute, a man, so that he will be fully God-man. And the angels were singing. Can you imagine? Although the angels may not know the full plan of God, but on this one special occasion, something miraculous happened in the universe that the angels that were with the Lord, there were myriads, the word, the word of God, I think Hebrew says, there were myriads, uncountable angel, angels, and they were just focusing and singing and glorifying because something supernatural, something miraculous, something one of a kind has happened in this town of Bethlehem, in Judea itself. And the people... The people out there were so afraid of the Roman Empire because the Roman Empire was the domineering uh, empire at that time. They were afraid of Caesar who was in Rome. And in uh, Israel itself, in Jerusalem itself, King Herod was a very tyrannic uh, ruler. And so the people were always afraid, always listening and always trying to obey what they were doing. But here... In one night, something so special, something so glorious happened to the shepherds. And it brings about several important things that we have to realize that this was the promise, that God always keeps His promise. And this is something that you and I must know. God and His Word is one. Whatever that God does, He never contradicts His Word. And whenever God promised, whatever God prophesied in Isaiah, God prophesied that the, 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 the virgin will give birth to a son and he was, his name will be Jesus, and he will be called Emmanuel, God with us. Not just with us from heaven, but God coming and putting on a human form to be with us. He was fully God and fully man. So this Jesus is the focal point, the most important thing. Remember when I was, uh, I think in my 30s, there was a, uh, a, a, a pop group, uh, I, 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 I'm not sure whether it is, uh, uh, they call it Wham or not, but they had one, one song for Christmas, and that song says, Do they know it is Christmas? Do they know it is Christmas? Do the people of the world know what is the significance of Christmas? Who is the, who is the object and the subject of Christmas? Who is Christmas for? What is Christmas for? And so this very important thing, when 
when all the sales is over, you know, in the shopping malls, when all the lights and Christmas trees are taken down, when all the gifts have been given, and when all our stomach is full, you know, with, uh, with turkey and chicken and, and shepherd's pie and, uh, all, and all the goodies, everything settles down. There is one thing that should never be forgotten and the person, the reason why we are celebrating, and that name is Jesus. Jesus, and His name means Jehovah saves, that God saves. That is the very purpose that He was revealed to Mary, to reveal to, to Joseph that He is going to save His people from their sins. And we are all sinners in the eyes of of God. So what is the first miracle? The first miracle is that God chose to come down to be with us. I'm sure the angels were a bit surprised. The angels couldn't understand. God, you are going down to be with them. They are all imperfect. They all make mistakes. They are all sin. And many of them look, don't look for God. Many of them are their own gods. They live their own lives. But here, here on this special day, 2,000 years ago, suddenly the angels will begin to realize that God has always been planning, always been planning since Adam sinned in the garden. God already has a plan in mind. God knew, God knew that one day He will have to send His Son one day, God Himself will put on human flesh. One day, He will come and feel what we feel. He will feel emotion. He will feel tired. He will, he will be asleep. He will feel hungry. He will feel angry at certain times. He will rejoice and He will be amazed and astonished certain times. And He will be disappointed at certain times. Jesus, amazing thing is that the coming of Jesus is to become like one of us so that He can be our representative, our legal representative to be reconciled to the Father by His sacrifice. So the greatest miracle happened in this way. You know that Jesus' life was filled with miracle. His coming itself was a miracle. Never once, there was never a virgin who was conceived and bear a child. There was never a virgin who also gave birth to a child. Never, because this is not natural. This is supernatural. So this is a miracle because the mother Mary was a human, but the father was God himself. So Jesus had the heavenly father, but an earthly mother because he needed to put on to become like us. And that's why he was sinless and he was holy. The only way that Jesus can be our representative, can be our sacrifice, can lay down His life for us unless He comes to be that perfect Son of God, unless He comes to be that perfect man so that He can go to the cross and take our place. That is the glorious thing. Can we give God a praise offering? We hope that you are enjoying the message so far. If you would like to know more about our church and get connected, head to our website at gladtidings.my. Thank you for listening. Let's get back to the Word. Jesus lived in order to die. 
Jesus lived in order to give us life. Jesus was poor in order that we might be rich in God, not rich in finances, not rich in other forms of blessing. But the more important riches that we have is that our riches will be all sent ahead of us to heaven. So very importantly, that is the miracle that is so important that God Himself choose to come down. You find it, you go to every other uh, history, every other religion, you can never find this story because this is a story that is unthinkable. Man cannot think about it. How can God come to be like us, to walk like us, to live like us, to suffer like us, to die like us, and then to rise like us? This can only be God. And that's why this is a miracle that God has come. And that's why His name is Emmanuel. That means God with us. Today, each one of you, you are never alone because God is with us. Even if we are posted to the remotest place on this earth, whether it's for work or for missions or for whatever purpose, this one fact remains that Emmanuel is still with us. God is still with us. But we have to be very careful as Christians about using the word miracle. We don't simply use the word miracle for everything. Not for getting a kapak. Thank God, it's a miracle I got a kapak. Thank God, I found the food I wanted to. The, 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 you know, it seems to be so crowded, but I managed to get in the food to get my favourite food, chakwetiao. No, that is not a miracle. You know, a miracle is also not getting a very special deal for a package. Oh, I got a, a special deal for my uh, airline ticket. Oh, I, I know I, I got to say, no, that is not a miracle. A miracle is something supernatural. It's something that by ourselves, we cannot do it. It is something impossible that is only possible with God. And a miracle is defined like this. A miracle is a divine work of God that transcends human understanding and inspires wonder, displays the greatness of God and causes people to recognize that God is active and at work in the world and in human history. God is the God of miracles. And when we speak about wonders, when we speak about powers, when we speak about signs, this is all about miracles that only God can do. And how are we to have access to these miracles is we begin to know the God of miracles. Before we seek the miracles of God, it is so important to seek the God of the miracles, to know the God of the miracles. And His name is so clear. And He is like what we, like we saw, the, the, the wonderful uh, video that was made just now, that He is our wonderful counsellor, mighty God, everlasting Father and Prince of Peace. All that God can do is encapsulated in those names that have been given to God, that He is a wonderful counsellor. In times where we need the Word of God, we need wisdom, we need God's guidance, He will be our counsellor. In times where we need the love of God, we need attention, we need God's presence in our lives, He will be our the, the person who will be with us 
right now, the wonderful, the, the counsellor, the mighty God, the everlasting Father, and the strength, when we need God's strength, He will be there. He is stronger than everything because He is omnipotent. And of course, when we need peace, we know that He is the Prince of Peace. And He has come to make peace with us. And that's why the song that we sing in the carol, that God has reconciled a holy God with sinners because Jesus has come to be our peace. Jesus has come to be our mediator. Very importantly is that what is the good news? We have to understand that the Christmas has good news of great joy. It is not sad news. It is not condemnation. It is not uh, something that is uh, 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 discouraging, but it is something that brings great joy. Can you imagine that the angels himself rejoice because they finally see God working His plan out for you and I, for fallen and sinful humanity. And what is the good news of great joy that Jesus has come to be with us, to take our place and to show us the heart of God, to know Him and also to know His way, to know truth and also to experience the life that God has. When the disciples were amazed about why the rich people, why the affluent people, they're always thinking, you know, in the Jewish mindset that because the rich are favoured by God, they have a lot to give to God. But Jesus began to remove this myth from the disciples. He says, no, uh, who can be saved? You know, he says, it's harder. It's just harder for a rich person to enter the kingdom. It's easier for a camel to enter the eye of a needle. That means you are rich in yourself. You are full of pride. You don't need God. You think you are better. You think you have everything in life. You don't need God. These are the people that Jesus was referring. But Jesus says that with man, it is impossible. Who can be saved? But with man, this is impossible. But with God, all things are possible. It means we don't come to Jesus. We don't come to God based on our merits, based on our good deeds, based on our religion. But we come to God based on His terms. And further down, we will see what are the terms that God shows. That we come to God just as Mary and Joseph believe and obey and worship. Just as the angels, when they heard the announcement that in their city, in their town, in Bethlehem, a Saviour is born. A Messiah has come. The Son of God has come. They believe and they went straight away. They left their office, their workplace for a while in the field and they just ran to the stable, that manger where the baby was just born. Also, the Magi was much later. Most likely, some people were saying two years later. So sometimes the nativity scene should be without the wise men because they came much later. They came to a house, not to a stable. Even the wise men, what is the purpose when they came to King Herod to Jerusalem? Is when they saw the star. Who is the bright morning star? Jesus is the star from heaven. Jesus is the light of God. Jesus is the light of the world. So they saw the star and they, and they asked, where is the king of the Jews? We have come to worship him. Here we see 
the gospel going to the nations, to everyone. That the Magi were from the Middle East, very likely from the Middle Persians. Very likely they heard the testimony of Daniel during the early times where Daniel prophesied that God, the Saviour would come, the ruler would come, the King would come, the Messiah would come. So these were wise men or magis. They were kingmakers from the, from, from the Middle East who came to look even to worship. And we are here as Malaysians. We are quite far from Israel. We are just like the wise men. The wise, how are we wise? When we choose to follow the star, when we follow Jesus, when we follow the light, when we follow God, we are wise. We are, we are blessed of God. Can we say amen to that? This is the miracle the second miracle of God. The first miracle is that God came down to be a man, to reveal Himself to us, to be like us. So that in Hebrews, it says that we have a high priest who understands us, who can intercede for us, who can pray for us. The second miracle is that because Jesus comes, we can now come to God. The door has been opened for us to come. And how do we come to the Lord Jesus Christ? How do we come to receive our miracle? The other miracle is that we can come to Jesus just as Mary and Joseph by simply doing three things. You know, some of you, maybe we, I know we, we are all giving gifts. We thank God for the gifts that have been passing around, even our church staff. You know, we had a, we call it a secret center. You know, everyone was given a name to buy a gift for the person. You know, and it's so, we are, we are so blessed by the gifts, you know, by the person. We don't know who is our, the one who gives. And, but many of you you, you, you give gifts to your family and this is part, you know, the reason why gift giving is so important. Perhaps it has, is traced back to the wise man who came and gave gold, frankincense and myrrh, the highest gift to give to a king. They, they were also from a very powerful kingdom in the east, but they came to the one they believed to be the most powerful king, Jesus. And they brought gifts to him. But for you and I today, what is the gift that we will give to the one who will be willing to miraculously accept us as we are. To save us, to forgive us, to set us free from our shame, our guilt, our sickness, and deliver us, some of us previously, from being in bondage, in control of the evil one. What do we bring? What gifts do we bring to the Lord? I know there are many of you who have brought gifts here to give to your Connect Group members to your loved ones, to your friends. But what gifts do you and I bring today? We can learn from the shepherd. We can learn even from the magis, the three gifts that we give. By the way, the, we always think that there were three wise men because there were three gifts. No, that's not true. Because when the magi came, they came in an entourage. They were powerful men. They were kingmakers. They, 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 were, they, were, they, were, they, they knew astrology, astronomy. So they didn't come. They, the, 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 the tree does not mean there were three of them. There were more of them. And perhaps there were a lot of 
protectors, guards to protect them. They carried, they carried a lot of camels to carry different, different things to support them in their journey. But there are three things that we can learn from the shepherds. The three things that we can learn from the wise men of what to bring to the Lord. And the first thing is faith. We must believe. We must believe that this is the King that we have been waiting for, that wants to come into our hearts. This is the Saviour that has come, the only one who can save us from our sins, from our brokenness. This is the only one who can be God living in us because we can dethrone ourselves from the throne. We can ask ourselves to get out because there can only be one God and He is the rightful God because He is our Creator and we are made in His image. So like Mary and Joseph, when they believe the angel that they are going to be parents of the Son of God and they acted, they obeyed and then they worshipped. Like the shepherds, Hearing the pronouncement, announcement from the angels, they believed, they obeyed and went to the stable and then they worshipped Jesus. The wise men that came later did the same thing. They believed what the prophet Daniel has shared in the king's court in Babylon years ago that the, the, the true king will be coming. And they came all the way, they traveled all the way from the Middle East and they brought gifts. And they came down and they told King Herod, we have come to worship the king. These three things is the gifts that will carry on for the rest after the 25th, from the 26th until the 31st, from the 1st of January until the 31st of December 2023. These are the three gifts that will enable us to continue to enjoy the miracles of God. That it need not be just a Christmas miracle. It will be a lifelong miracle. Can we say an amen to it? And anything that you are looking for even right now, nothing is impossible. When, we say, when Jesus says nothing is impossible, He's actually referring to Him because He says, Him possible. That means, in Him, all things are possible. What is the miracle that you are looking for today? Jesus has done the greatest miracle. He has come here to be like us, to suffer on our behalf to go to the cross on our behalf and then to be raised up on our behalf and to be ascended. But throughout his own life, his whole life, in his ministry, Jesus was still performing miracles. He, he provided food for the 5,000 from just five loaves and two, two fishes. He healed the blind, He healed the leper, He raised the dead, He walked on water, He turned water into wine. He knew the thoughts of His disciples and people even before they spoke. The disciples, the people during the life of Jesus experienced miracle after miracle in their lives. So Jesus' miracle is not just one time, but it's for a lifetime. 
And Jesus began his life with a miracle and he's ended his life with a miracle. What is that miracle that he ended? His resurrection and then his ascension. And that is not the end. The next miracle again is when Jesus is coming for you and I in his second coming to catch us up. The word of God says, snatch us up for those who do three things, who gives him these three gifts of faith, obedience, and worship. These three things. Just two days ago, me and my wife, we celebrated our 37th wedding anniversary. And I use the word miracle very carefully because it is a miracle that we are still married together because of my nonsense, because of my past, because of my sinfulness, because of my brokenness. I could have wrecked the marriage air left and right. I, I give her so many reasons to walk away. But she held on to the Lord. I thought when I married her, I was her miracle. But I never knew that when she married me, Jesus' miracle was, she was praying for a miracle of Jesus in my life. And I got my miracle one day after her persistent prayer that with God, all things are possible. She never gave up on me. And so the miracle that God can do is life transforming. Look at what Jesus has done. The moment that Jesus came 2,000 years ago, our calendar has changed. This year, 2022, is a reflection of the coming of Christ. That Jesus comes to make a clear division between those who obey Him and those who reject Him, those who worship Him and those who uh, run away from Him and those who don't believe in Him. Until today, do you know that the Christian faith, the Christianity is the fastest growing faith in the world today? And we have almost 3.2 billion Christians. Of course, many of them profess to be Christians. Out of 8 billion people, we have 3.2 billion. That is almost uh, 32% of the world population believes in the Lord Jesus Christ because something happens when Jesus comes into our lives just like the carol song we sing let's make a room for Jesus prepare a room for Him to come in I tell you when you open your room open your house to Jesus He will come and turn your house upside down and not upside down but right side up then you will be the man the woman that God wants you to be he has come to heal so many people in our, even in our members. He has come to heal our finances, even for those who are doing business. He has come to restore broken marriages. And He, God is now also in the business of doing miracles, of bringing the lost sons and daughters back into the house of God. We are going to sing this song and ask the worship team to come back. These two important things that I just want to leave with you before we pray with you is the miracle that God became man so that 
man can come back to God. So that you and I can enjoy His miracles, not just for one day, 25th of December, but every day. And your life can be a miracle that someone is looking for. Your testimony is so powerful. And just like what the shepherds did after seeing the baby Jesus and telling the story to the mother because the mother was also so shocked that these shepherds came to tell us about what the angels say, who their son was because Mary knew, Joseph knew that their son was supernatural. Their son was not a normal human. The son was God, man. But the angels begin to confirm, begin to put such a delight in them. And then the angel, and, and then, the, then the, 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 the shepherds just didn't stop at that. But the shepherds went back to their workplace and began to tell everyone. And that is what we are supposed to do, to tell everyone that Jesus is already here. The miracle is so close to us. There are 3.2 billion Christians all over the world. And out of 8 billion And you know For those who are here today Out of the 8 billion people You are here Right now Whether watching online Or in the hall Because it is not by accident Today Could be your day of miracle Today Could be the time That Jesus is declaring to you That Jesus Wants to come into your room Make room for Jesus. Open your hearts to Jesus. We are going to sing this song before I pray for you. Thank you for listening to this message. If you have been encouraged, make sure to follow us on Spotify. To get connected or find out more about the life of our church, visit us on our website at gladtidings.my or follow us on social media. Have a blessed week.